This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and a Happy New Year. My name is David Pulteney. I'm Methodist minister in Dunedin. Uh, we have three churches uh, in Mornington on Galloway Street, down on Chambers Street in the Northeast Valley, and out on Gordon Road in Mosdeal. We're also closely associated with the Tondon Methodists in St Kilda. Today is a day when the church remembers the baptism of Jesus which is presented in the Gospels as a moment of awakening and the beginning of Jesus' ministry. So we reflect on that story and what it means for us. Here are some words by Anne Powell, who is a Catholic sister. She is one of the sisters of the Senegal in Wellington. Visit us in breath of wind, in endurance of cliffs, in glow of kofi, in silence of stars, in solitude of moon, in the eyes of the poor, in embrace of a mother, in pleasure of friends. In faith that does justice. We are now in the season of Epiphany, which means revelations or insights were granted little moments which tell us who Jesus is and what that means. It began a couple of days ago uh, with the story of the three wise men. So we remember that story in our first piece of music. I say piece of music because it's not a hymn, it's an instrumental piece and something completely different. It's from an album called Jazz Meets Christmas, but here is We Three Kings of Orient Are.
The story of the baptism of Jesus was food for thought for many of the early church theologians. And here we hear from one of them, Gregory of Nazianzus. The holy day of lights to which we have come and which we are celebrating today has for its origins the baptism of my Christ, the true light that lightens everyone coming into the world and affects my purification. It is a season of new birth. Let us be born again. We duly celebrated at his birth. I, the one who presided at the feast, and you, and all that is in the world and above the world. With the star we ran, with the magi we worshipped, with the shepherds we were enlightened. With the angels we glorified him, with Semyon we took him up in his arms, and with the chaste and aged Anna we made our responsive confession. Now we come to another of Christ's acts, and another mystery. The Spirit bears witness to his Godhead, for he descends upon one that is like him, as does the voice from heaven. Let us venerate today the baptism of Christ. And so we pray. We rejoice in the one who is the source of life, the hope and meaning that made life worthwhile, peace and fullness, newness, even as the world seems old. We rejoice that all this was present to us in the life of one man, Jesus, human like us, yet in whose living and dying we have seen God's likeness and intention. We remember that Jesus, seeking meaning, newness, and dedication, came to the Jordan and, in the tradition of his people, was immersed in waters symbolizing life and death washing away, birthing the new. We celebrate that he found purpose there in the affirmation and call of God and that he set out there to honour this truth in words of hope and liberation in actions which included and challenged in breathing newness into faith and covenant. We recall that day as a new beginning we acknowledge our need of newness and the affirmation of the Spirit. Amen. I invite you to say the Lord's Prayer with me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Turn us around, God, around into your way of thinking, around into your way of loving. Turn us around, God, and confront us with Jesus. Baptize our fears with your joy. Amen. We now hear 
Hail to the Lord's anointed.
A reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Then Jesus came from Galilee to be baptized to the Jordan, to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Many people travel at this time of year, and we share the experience by photos, not so much in albums nowadays, but on social media. It wasn't always this easy. For those who travelled before the camera was invented, and back then travelling for leisure was for the privileged few. Capturing and sharing the moment meant painting a watercolour. Likewise, you couldn't text or blog or tweet about your travels, but you might keep a diary. One such diary was written by the son of a family of 18th century Quaker industrialists who travelled what would have been somewhere well off the beaten track then to St. Petersburg, the newly built capital of Russia. He describes attending an Orthodox baptismal service. It is Orthodox practice that a person being baptised, including an infant, is immersed three times in the font. Well, this baptism wasn't in a church. It was out on the frozen waters of the River Neva, where a hole had been dug in the ice. Imagine, if you will, a priest taking a child and dunking her or him three times into the icy water. If the risk of the cold were not enough, the Neva is a powerful tidal river, and some infants were literally torn by the current and carried away to a cold and hopefully quick death. The priest said, of course, this was a sign of divine favour, and the Lord had summoned these holy infants to his presence. Clearly, health and safety legislation was not a big thing back then in Russia. The drama out on the ice at St. Petersburg that day, appalling as it was, catches some of the drama, the shock to the senses that must have been present that day Jesus presented himself for baptism. Jesus was one of many people who responded to the message of the man we know as John the Baptist. A preacher calling upon the Jewish people to live more faithfully and to change the direction of their lives. The Gospels describe this event as the beginning of his ministry and we can well imagine how the drama of it may have helped to a new understanding, a new purpose come to light how it might have helped Jesus realise his own commitment and newness. Looking back to that day, the Gospel writers used language and imagery which both reflected their cosmology, how they understood the universe, with heaven up there, torn open for the spirit to descend, 
while exploring a growing understanding of Jesus as sharing somehow in the being and life of God. Also, there is the symbolism of water itself. Ritual immersion was for a washing away of sin and for newness. It was a plunge into something at the edge of creation. All this helps us to understand the text more. No bad thing, but as I so often say, what of us? And what can this old and familiar story say to us that is new or powerful? As I mentioned earlier on, Jesus, like all those who responded to John, was moved by a common human longing. The longing for newness. For, in very traditional language, rest for the soul. For a sense of peace and integrity. But no, baptism led him out from himself into ministry, into making a vision of the world present in words and actions, a vision so unsettling and threatening to those in power, it ultimately led to his death, which, I think, is why the story of the baptism of Jesus is followed by the story we hear at the beginning of Lent, of Jesus' temptation. It is as if entering the waters of baptism, Jesus enters into the vulnerability, the pain, and the hope of humanity. Do we truly enter into that need? Or does our comparative privilege insulate us from it? Do we feel not just for our own personal need of renewal, but that of the whole world? Do we allow ourselves to be immersed by it? Do we then come out into the light as daughters and sons of the God who will rejoice in us? In this season of epiphany, this season of glimpses of light, this is the light we are called to today. May it lead us to encounter, to embrace the way of Jesus, whose spiritual path was trod at the edge of a world of need. In treading this path, may we each glimpse from time to time the beating wings of the Spirit. Amen. Our next hymn is How Lovely on the Mountains.
Let's pray. Uh, we pray thankful for the power of story, new stories and familiar ones. We are thankful for the story of the baptism of Jesus. We reflect on how it speaks to our own experience and that of the whole world. We know our need for renewal. We know our need for new beginnings, a fresh start, letting go of things which hinder and block us. We know too, the whole world longs, aches for renewal. So, on this day when we remember that baptism, may we claim renewal. May we claim it for ourselves. May we seek it for others. May we live it out in openness, in honesty, in compassion. May we enact it in ways which are just, which treat all people with dignity and araha, and which are respectful of this fractured yet beautiful world. The year has begun. We are perhaps too old to believe that turning the page in the calendar marks a fresh start, but we do pray for the year ahead. We pray that somehow we, our country, the world, will be in a better place. Let's remember those we love and care for, those who care for us, the people we share our lives with. Let's remember that we are not alone, that we are connected to them and to all people. May prayer remind us of this. May it awaken us to compassion, to empathy, to love. Amen. Our final hymn today is Be Still for the Presence of the Lord.
Our blessing words are from a sermon on the baptism of Jesus by Gregory of Antioch. May he who is saviour of the world and the author of peace grant to us tranquillity. May he watch over and protect us and gather humanity into his fold. To him be glory for ever. Amen. And I invite you to say the grace with me. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.